Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. Today, the topic that I brought for you is something that I'm still noodling on. So the way this is going to work today is we are going to navigate the space together and then we're going to figure out together the answers to a lot of the questions that link to this topic. And the best way I can introduce this topic is by sharing my personal story that a lot of you already know. So I'm not going to go deep into it, but I am going to touch on it. And it's the story of how I was led into plant medicine, how I was led into this environment. Because as a lot of you know, it's not my background. I, I did not grow up around people that practice any of it. Um, in completely the opposite, I grew up in an environment where all of this was considered either drugs or or things of the devil, or it was just um, shame upon. To be honest with you, when I started this journey and I told my sister that I was going to become a Campbell practitioner, she got so mad at me and we just had like this massive discussion about how she believed that I was putting myself in jeopardy and I was going to end up in prison. And my dad wasn't around for it, but I think that if he was alive, he wouldn't be so supportive of it either. Because in South America, all of these medicines are, are, are front upon, they're shamed. So with that being said, it wasn't like the first thought that I had, it wasn't like, oh, I want to, I want to do this. And of course I, I, I grew up in an environment that it was uh, full of like drugs and alcohol, um, from New York. So I did a lot of things from like, um, LSD, cocaine, alcohol, cigarettes. And, and I was always very curious about anything that it was like psychoactive, but not from a ceremonial point of view, but more from like a party recreational point of view. So with that being said, before I ever took a journey with any of the plans that we talk about in this podcast, I started my self-discovery with things like transformational teachings, reading books about personal development, asking people questions around what are the best practices for me to have a healthy lifestyle. And it was kind of more directed to the direction of becoming a better human being, having a healthier body, having a stable mind, becoming emotionally intelligent. My drive was towards my personal growth because after 
my breakup and my dad passing away and me going into like mad depression, I realized that if I didn't do anything about it, then I was going to spiral into some sort of, you know, hole and then be there. And the thought of being there and not being able to contribute to my community and my world, it haunted me. I remember during that time, someone told me, Jimena, people choose to change their life drastically when one of these three things happened. And they said, people are awoken um, just because. And apparently that is extremely, extremely rare. And when I meet awoken, I don't mean, I don't mean like, oh my God, you finally got the answers of the universe. I mean, you get a level of consciousness where you realize that everything that you believe was taught to you and it was not chosen by you, but it was chosen by someone else. Just take a moment to think about the majority of the things that you believe, any sort of belief, like the green is greener on the other side, right? There's a collective belief or that anything that you love, if you truly love it, let it go. That is a universal belief or like a, a community belief. The belief of, I don't know, uh, let me think about another one that is pretty common. The belief that once a cheater, always a cheater. And you can actually sit down and, and dig deeper into your beliefs and then and, and pinpoint onto where this came from. Who taught me this? Where did I saw this? And, and when you start realizing these things for yourself, when you start noticing that a lot of the beliefs that you have were embedded in you by someone else or something else, and that you didn't choose them consciously, and then you're able to start shifting your mindset to choose a new belief and then exercise it, exercise it as your own, to me, that's being awakened or at least that's the first step for you to go deeper into the realization that this lifetime, this world, this moment that you are, is for you to continue learning and discovering about yourself, about the world, for you to understand that you're valuable and worthy just the way you are, and there is nothing that you need to do or gain on half to give you any value. So a lot of people go through these experiences. So did I. So as I was going through this experience, right, right, I was like, maybe yoga will help me. Maybe, I don't know, sound healing, meditation, cards, right? Like I was, I was working, finding an answer, a solution or something that will give me an answer. Later to find out that I had the answer all along. That's the funniest part. But like I said, the type one is those that just kind of realize there is very few of those out there. Um, like Jesus, for example, is, is one of them. He, I mean, he had a pretty intense kind of life, but at the same time, like he knew, he knew for the moment that he was here, that this is what he came. He understood. 
a lot of us don't have that. So a lot of us have to go either through like an extremely, extremely traumatic experience like I did, uh, losing my dad and, and losing my partner and then kind of like being in that place in that dark hole and me realizing that I need a change. I need something different. I, I can't stay in this place forever. So that's usually like, that's a very, very, very common one when something really tragic happens, um, in someone's life. And then the third one that is also really rare, um, is when a person's life is, is there is no trauma. And, and I've known a few people like this. There is no big trauma. There is nothing crazy, but they just know that they could be better. They just know that there is more to the life that they have. So they choose to seek this growth, this change constantly to be better and to provide. So when I, when I sit down and I think about these things, and I think about, okay, how can we unlock our full potential utilizing these plants to become a best version of ourselves? And as I sit down and I think about it, I realize that there, there is a lot of avenues that anyone of us can take. However, there is one avenue that for those of you that are listening, if you have the opportunity to go down this path and follow what I'm about to share with you, the change and the growth that you will experience from it is like nothing I have ever seen before. And it's a combination of two things. One, is education. And what do I mean by education? I mean doing the work outside working with the plant. So meaning either reading a book, taking a class, going to therapy, understanding the deeper layers of your traumas and your shadows before sitting with the medicines, before working with the plant. And I'm going to give you an example, and I'm going to share with you a story. So an example is right now, I'm, I'm currently doing a new job. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I'm currently working as a technical project manager at Slack. And in this job, there is a lot of things that are opening up for me because it's a job that I've never done in my life. I, I, as you know, I have a quality engineer background. Um, I've never been a manager. I've been a lead. I've been an assistant manager. Um, I have support managers, but to be a manager myself, that has something that I've never done. And now I have the opportunity to exercise this new practice, this new job, but it comes with a lot of heavy lifting. And also it comes with a lot of new learning and in adjusting and educating. So there is so much newness in the process and it's so high pressure because it needs to be, I need to learn on the job as I execute the job and it's a lot. So in the process of this new experience, I'm having a lot of self-doubt. 
I'm noticing self-sabotage. I'm noticing unworthy conversations. I'm noticing the need of being like, being pleased. I'm noticing so many things that I thought I was over with, but clearly I'm not. And this morning I was having a conversation with my partner about it. And I was thinking, I said to myself, wow, Jimena, if you continue this level of stress with this new job, you may get sick. Like you may develop some illness that you are not aware of because it's like contained. And then I asked myself, how can I execute this work and find ease and grace in the process of me being in this job? And I just kind of sat with the question and then I brought it to, to my partner and, and he said, I don't remember what he said. And then I told him, I think he said something like, I don't remember. I like escaped my mind, but he, but when, whatever he said, my response was, my response was, I don't think the problem is the job. I think the problem or the challenge, let's change the, the, the language. The challenge is I'm noticing that when I'm in a situation where I need to learn something new under high level of stress, this is my behavior. And the reason why that's my behavior is because that has been my behavior for many years and it has worked. The behavior or like drinking a ton of coffee and spending countless hours and um, giving myself the permission to be in like high level of stress, not eating, not taking care of myself, doing all of these things where I literally put everything on pause except that, which I'm focusing on, is not unhealthy. It's not a healthy approach, and is and is harming, is is harming my way of being. Is harming my my body and probably my spirit, and probably my mind, but I'm so focused into what I'm executing that I don't even think about those things. So when I said that to him, he said, wow, so it is a deeper cut. And I was like, yes, it is totally a deeper cut. So why am I sharing this with you? Because as I'm navigating this new discovery of these aspects of me that are off the shadow. I'm doing it outside the context of plant medicine. I'm doing it in my house. I'm doing it with my partner. I'm journaling. I'm, I'm, I'm meditating on it. I'm going into that place and asking myself the questions. So then the trauma or whatever it is that wants to be unlocked can bubble up. So then when I sit with the medicine, I can completely eradicate it out of my body. So you see what I'm saying? I'm doing the work with myself, with my community, with my therapist, with my coaches, with whoever is part of my support group. So then when I'm ready to annihilate whatever it is that I want to let go so then I can switch or change my beliefs, then I'm ready to go. And when you combine those two, it's really, really powerful because 
then you come in with a clear intention, not only from a place of sitting it with your facilitator, but also from a place that you have marinating and sitting with it for some time for you to realize that at the end of the day, what is missing is love. Because let's be real, at the end of the day, all your shadows, all your traumas, anything that triggers you, what is truly missing underneath all of that coding is love. And I know it sounds very cliche and it may sound to some of you like, oh my God, Jimena, really? But yes, really. Love is the most powerful force in the world. And there is a reason why this is true. There is a reason why it's there. There is a reason why we say this. Because when you truly understand the power of love that I don't think any of us do. I'm still figuring it out. I diet with a plan that teaches you love and yet I'm still learning the meaning of it. But when we really understand how powerful it is and what it actually means and how it can be delivered and how it can be received from a place that is unconditional, it's like, whoa, the world can change. So that's my example. Now, the story. A couple of years ago, I decided to do a psilocybin ceremony with who was my partner back then. It was uh, January 1st of 2021. And we decided to do a deep ceremony. We both decided to take um, a lot of mushrooms. I think he took about five grams and I took about four. But the concoction was really, really, really blue. And the whole ceremony lasted 12 hours. So it was a whole day. And during the ceremony, during the process, during like what happens when we drink the shrooms, it was intense. It was so intense. There was, there were moments that were super light and shiny. And there were moments that, oh dear Lord, it was dark and gnarly. I... We both, like, he went to hell. I saw demons. It was, it was, it was crazy. It was so, so, so crazy. And it was one of those ceremonies that, that I learned how when you journey with other people, you got your own energetic feel and your own energetic journey. And then you have the collective feel and the collective journey. So what that means is that at some point, someone else's journey, because you are sharing a collective collective space, can actually um, blend with your own journey. And there is ways to like not have that happen. But in this particular case, we we share not only in an emotional bond, but we were also um, deeply connected. So like I said, there there were parts of it that it was a little bit scary because he went really, really deep 
um, in in his shadow. And there was moments where I thought that I was not going to get him back. And I thought that he was going to have some sort of mental breakdown. And this is what a lot of people talk about when doing um, psychedelics, about losing their minds or things like that. And and there is a, a, a there is a, a slight chance that that may happen if you are not mentally prepared for what you're going to face. So after we finish, I learned that one of the things that it was missing in his practice, it was compassion for his shadow. It was love, empathy, forgiveness, acceptance. It was understanding what I said just a few minutes ago, that at the end of the day, when we experience the darker nights of our soul, what will shine the light will be finding that compassion and that love for those aspects of you. So I remember I told him, I told him and I said, I said, my dear, the next time that we choose to journey like this together, my request is that you go through some sort of transformational training or worship that will teach you how to come to terms with the dark sides of yourself and understand that it's not about boxing them and putting them away and then locking them in a closet and then act like they never existed. It's actually the opposite is bringing them out of the closet, going all the way to the back, dragging them out, looking at them, giving the love and attention that they need, thank them for the lessons and learnings that they brought you, and then sending them away. And in that moment, I was so thankful that before I explore any work of plant medicine, any, 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 I had the beautiful gift of going through this amazing transformational education in a facility called MITT, Mastery in Transformation. And I went through this amazing six months of discovery and breakthrough and leadership that not only taught me about my capabilities as a leader, as a voice, as an inspiration, as someone that can actually make the difference. But he also taught me about forgiving my parents and the people from my childhood that ever wounded me and realizing that they weren't doing it because they hated me or they wanted to be evil towards me, but they just did it because they didn't know any better. And then becoming responsible of everything that I created and realizing that my choices were my own and no one could take this away from me. Like completely annihilating the victim story of my life and not being a doormat to anything or anyone anymore. And then understanding that I was my own creator. So I did all of this work before I ever consume any sort of psychedelic in a ceremonial context. And then the moments where I was sitting with mushrooms or ayahuasca or 
other sort of psychedelics that put you in a place for you to go into the back of your closet and revisit those areas. Even though I was scary, even though my heart was palping so hard where I couldn't breathe, I was able to tap into those teachings that were given to me before I ever knew of plant medicine and then brought them forward in my ceremonies to help me ground and realize that what I was going through is just part of the process to free myself to become a better version of myself. So with all that being said, my invitation to you is when you work with these medicines and you want to unlock your full potential, the combination to unlock that is do the work outside your ceremonies. Dig deep into the areas of your life that you want to change. Sit, notice, don't judge, just witness. Be a witness, be a witness of your own shadow. If you have never had the opportunity to witness yourself being in your shit, I invite you to do that. It's hilarious. It's really funny. When you are in it and you're kind of like losing it, and if you take a moment and you kind of just notice the things that you're saying, the things that you're thinking, the attitude that you're taking, and you kind of like reel back and then you start connecting and thinking about, okay, who in my life mimics this behavior? Who in my life talks like this? Where did I get that from? And you really kind of like start coming down to it. And if you have someone to hash these things out with that you trust and that you know that they will be honest and they love you even better because they can help you. But if you do that and then you work with the plan medicine, with the right setting, with the right facilitator, with the right mindset, and you go with trust and surrender, and then you come out of it and you do your integration, my friends, you just got yourself a recipe for a rapid, explosive, powerful breakthrough. And if you ask me, how do I got to where I am today is because that's my recipe. That's how I work with plants. I guess it came down to that, this whole conversation is to give you guys a recipe for unlocking your full potential working with these plants. And I'm not saying that my recipe is the ultimate recipe. I'm saying it's a recipe that works for me. And I use this with my clients and I see the change and I see the growth. And if it works for you, awesome. That will make me very happy. And you can always try it out like a coat, put it on. If it works, great. And if it not, then you will find your own way. There are so many ways 
to achieve healing, growth, and transformation. And this is one of them that it really takes you to the next level, not in years, months, maybe weeks. As you know, like my journey started about six years ago, but the acceleration of it has been so massive that I'm so grateful every single day for the opportunity of living the best life that I have ever had. Because honestly, friends, I do have a beautiful life. Beautiful. I'm so grateful. I have an amazing partner. I have a great job. I'm bringing, I'm, I'm, I'm growing a business. I'm talking to you right now. I have great friends. My family's healthy. And I do have my challenges. And all of it, I thank the plants, the healing that I've done, and the work that I do behind doors to get me to where I am today. So with all that being said, if this is something that works for you, or you've never done it and you're curious to do it, I'll invite you to give it a try. If you want to know more about it and you have more questions, you can always email me or you can leave your comments and I'll get back to you. And it's definitely something that if you do try it, just the only warning I will give you is your life will change and it will change for the better. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with every single one of you and I'll talk to you on the next episode thank you so much so much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday you can find us on Instagram or join us our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center and lastly please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.